The increasing rain made Frances Gold Appleton, Fanny to her friends and family, quicken her step. She looked up from beneath the brim of her bonnet long enough to measure the distance left between her feet and the door of the chalet where her family had been staying for the last five days. Fifteen yards, ten, six, four, two. She burst through the door and shut it behind her quickly, leaving the rain to wash the already clean Swiss streets and clear the already clear Swiss air. With her back against the heavy wooden door, Fanny took a breath and smiled. Her exertion had left her skin tingling and her heart racing. Fanny's older sister, Mary, though everyone called her Molly, stepped out of the parlor. How was your walk? she asked. You were longer than I expected. Fanny untied the ribbons of her bonnet, now soaked through, and smiled at her sister. I watched the most impressive storm roll in, she said, and simply could not tear myself away. The storm had swallowed the Bernese Alps as the clouds descended into the Toon Valley and then crawled upon the silvery lake toward the red-roofed village as though it were a cat creeping toward its prey. That Fanny had waited too long to turn toward the chalet, however, not wanting to miss a moment of nature's show upon the most excellent of canvases, was her responsibility. I'm sorry if I worried you, Molly. Molly nodded her forgiveness and then glanced through the parlor doorway, causing Fanny to realize her lateness was not all that had raised Molly's anxiety. Is William no better, then? Fanny lowered her voice, even though she could see that their cousin William, he was like a brother to them all, was asleep on the lounge. His face was gray, and his increasing frailness was reflected in his thin face and hands. At first... The demands of traveling seemed to be well with him, just as the family had hoped when they had invited him to join their grand tour. Such European trips were once reserved for young men just like William, but now they were accessible for any family wealthy enough to spare the expense. Fanny's father, Nathan Appleton, had generously included William in the hope that Europe would be kinder to his frail health than Boston had been these last years. William had done well on the sea voyage, and he'd enjoyed France and Italy with almost the same energy as any of the rest of them. But he'd caught an influenza in Florence that left him with a cough that triggered the Appleton's anxiety. Consumption, the doctor said a few weeks later. The diagnosis had felt like bullets. The family went to Switzerland in hopes that the mountain air would bring William relief. They had been in Switzerland several days, however, and little improvement had followed. He says he feels better, but he has eaten little. Perhaps he will take some broth when he awakens, Fanny said. Perhaps, Molly said, but her fear hung unspoken between them. What would they do if William's condition worsened? What if he died, as their brother Charles had not quite a year ago? and their own mother a year and a half before that, when Fanny was just fifteen. For a brief moment, Fanny wondered how any of them could still have hope of recovery, when one after another of their loved ones fell prey to the dreadful disease. What was the point of hope at all? You must get out of those wet things, Molly interrupted, saving Fanny from the dark road of her thoughts. 
I shall order some broth for William and see that tea is ready by four o'clock. I do not think I will join you, however. I fear my headache has not improved. I am sorry you were worried for me, and in such discomfort, Fanny said, frowning. She should have been more compassionate for her sister, who suffered while she had allowed the rapture of the Toon Valley to carry her away, if only for a few minutes. She vowed to be better. It is no matter now, Molly said, though she raised a hand to her head. I shall rest a while and hope to join you all for dinner. Father said he and Tom would be back in time for tea. I shall leave you to explain my absence. You are very good, Fanny said, giving her sister a grateful smile before casting one more glance toward their sleeping cousin. Perhaps hope of recovery is a foolish thing, she thought as she climbed the stairs in search of a day dress and a more optimistic perspective.